This is one of my favorite places when you know when the week's been stressful, when maybe things are tough. This Mill Bay Beach is one of my favorite places to go. Just look out over the ocean, see the waves come in. There's a seal swimming out in the water now, even in the rough. And it's so cool to see the beauty of God's nature. And honestly, to, made, to be made to feel small for a moment and say, all right, God, like I'm done trying to fix everything that I wasn't meant to fix. I'm done trying to be CEO of the universe. And I come out to a quiet place and I just spend some time reflecting on what's God's will versus my will, what's His way versus my way, what's His word and truth say versus the stuff that rattles around in my head sometimes that's not of His truth. And I, I just give all of that to Him. So we're out here today to continue the series called Known. It's about knowing God, not just knowing of God, right? It's about learning what it means to follow Christ, to be a, a Christ follower, instead of just saying, hey, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, what does that mean to you? And more importantly, what does that mean to the people that you're sharing with and meeting during the week? So I, so I thought we'd have a little fun, come out to Mill Bay Beach. Blake and I are learning to scuba right around the way, actually snorkel. Um, so we've got the wetsuits and the masks and the fins that we're finding on, you know, online Facebook Marketplace. And we're just kind of cruising out as far as we can go. And it's so much fun, even though the goal in Alaska is to stay out of the water, right? So as my friend Steve Sharon says, the goal is to stay out of the water. If you spend too much time in the water, you become a human popsicle, Larry. <laughs> I thought, okay, well, that's, a, that's awesome. We're having a blast learning how to snorkel. Come out and join us sometime when the weather gets a little bit more warm. So today we're at Mill Bay Beach, one of my favorite places to get away, to get quiet, to get into God's Word. So let's continue the series known. John 14 is where we'll be today. And before we get started, while you turn, I know a few of you are having tough weeks. I know many of us, and like I'm raising my hand, me included, right, are like done with this whole pandemic. We're like, okay, enough is enough. Let's open things back up. One of my friends on Instagram had said, I'm tired of myself. And it was such a brilliant way to say it, right? Like we're spending so much time in our heads our thoughts like even negativity that's coming from from all around and not enough time with one another again encouraging not enough time maybe spending with God and in his word where do you go when times get tough and what do you do I'm grateful that there is a clear path I'm grateful that God's word is clear right you may not like what it says all the time but it is very clear. It has instruction and direction for our life. It even corrects us when we're wrong. We're going to God's Word today. For followers of Jesus, we pray, we go to Scripture, and we encourage and hold each other accountable. That's 
what's called the way. So in early in Christianity, before there was even such a term as a Christian, the people that were known that followed Christ, they were known as the followers of the way. And where did that come from, the way? And what does that mean? Right? When people see you around town, are you known as a Christian? Are you known as a follower of Christ? Are you known for your works and your deeds and what you believe and your bold faith? Right? We're not beating people over the head with these Bibles. We're living it out in a real way. We're building relationships. Today's message is called Known the Way. So before Jesus ascended to heaven, he was spending time with the disciples and he was talking about where he was going. And they had a few questions for him, much like us. John 14, 1 through 14, Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would, have, would I have not told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Like, how cool is that? Jesus says, you know where I'm going. I'm going to prepare a place for you. Like, I I remember a lot of the kids' ministry lessons where they say, our Father's house has many, many rooms. I'm not going to try to sing that song. But it's so cool. It's almost mysterious. What does that mean? He's, he's saying there is plenty of room. But my job now is to go. And he says later on, and I will leave my spirit with you so that you can do even greater things, right? This is Jesus, the Son of God, who's saying, I must go, but I will leave my spirit with you. So it continues. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus replied right back. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you will know him and have seen him. And Philip continues. Philip says, Lord, Show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Like, isn't that just like us? Like, the, the God, of the, the creator of the universe is sitting right in front of them. Like, right in front of us. You know, we're humans. We're all like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like, show me. Were they asking, like, show me your glory like you showed Moses? Like, were they, were they reflecting, were the disciples reflecting back and saying, God, we, like... Jesus, make the Father real to us. Like, make, like, we want to see Him. Like, this is, this is one of those questions or answers that we may not get yet. But, but the disciples are just saying, we, we want to see you. We want to see God. And they were asking, right? At least they had faith enough to ask. Like, show us the Father. And what did Jesus say? He starts giving us a, a clear picture of what it means For the Trinity, the creator of the universe, Father God, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity, 
the three in one. Jesus answers in verse 9, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father, and that Father is in me. The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living within me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for me anything in my name, and I will do it. I love when people say, like, why doesn't God show himself? Like, why doesn't God make himself real? Why doesn't he come and end all this pain and suffering, this trial? And I love to say he did, and he is. He is at work. John 14 is my favorite book to read and to quote when it comes time to talk about how real Christ is. And when people ask, where is God now? It's like he, God is in heaven and he is at work he promised jesus promised that he would be coming back and until the day that he returns he gave us his spirit so i'm just going to ask you clear clear as day in the middle of a beautiful and quiet place are you a follower of christ when people ask like why do you self call yourself a christian or or what makes you a christian is your answer because I believe that the God of the universe came to this planet, the Son of God named Jesus. He died for me. He is at work and He promised to come back. He has, rede he has redeemed me and He is at work in redeeming this earth, innocent through us. Like guys, I often, in the middle of trial and, and tribulation, I often pray, okay God, come back today. Like, I, every now and then call me crazy but I look into the sky and I'm like it could be today every eye will see like every tongue will confess when he returns even though the disciples had trouble believing in a father God even though he was right in front of them as Jesus Christ Jesus' answer to them was, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, also believe in me. It takes faith to know, to trust, and to follow God's plan. It takes faith. Like all the knowledge in the world, all the truth presented to you, all the proof, all the eyewitnesses that said Jesus walked the earth, I'm learning more and more about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Duncan Fields Brothers like working on the Dead Sea Scroll project. Maybe one day our, our church can take a trip out there to see the cave of Qumran and see that whole area where these documents are being found and restored and translated. Like it, all the proof that we have, it still takes a leap of faith, a decision of faith to say, all right, I'm in, I believe. 
that Christ is the way. I believe, it's clear, right, that Christ is the only way that we get to be with the Father. In a time where spirituality and questions and people finding themselves in all sorts of religions, it's not always popular. But if we believe that this is the Word of God, if we believe that this Word is given to us, inspired by God, and that that is God, Jesus says clearly in this Word, in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. There is only one way. Thomas said said to Jesus, Lord, We don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then he finishes, if you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. That's what we're talking about, known not just knowing of God, but truly knowing, knowing God, having a relationship with Him, having a relationship with Christ. Guys, if you're going to know God, and if you love Him, and you want to be known by Him, you've, we've got to be spending time in this Word. And more importantly, like get past just the knowledge, right? Like That's just first base. Second base is living it out and doing it. And it's not about performance, right? It's not about, as human beings, we're constantly grading each other. Work performance, school performance, like good deeds, like golfing, right? What, what, the thing that makes golf possible is the scorecard. <laughs> the one with the least amount of points wins. Like we're so good at competition and scorecards and grades. And it's not about any of that. That's, that's humanism. This is about just saying, I'm done with doing this life my way. I'm done missing the mark of what God created me for and put me on this earth for. Jesus, I love you. I'm, I repent. And I'm, I'm turning from myself back to you. He is the only way. I challenged this a little bit last week on this. I'm so thankful for Kevin Shanahan, one of our family family here. He just graduated seminary, and Kevin is also a pilot for the Coast Guard. He has started doing student devotionals, and he just shared this one last week, talking about sharing the good news. And so let me finish with our main scripture um, in that same vein. It's about sharing the good news. Romans 10, 14 through 15. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell without being sent? That is what the scriptures say. That is why the scriptures say, How beautiful are the feet of the messengers who bring good news. I love that we are a community who walks with Christ, who believes He's the only way, who said, God, use me however you want to. Send me, right? 
Myra and I and our family, we decided to come here because we wanted to be sent. Right? There's so many, especially now, that are looking for answers, hope of, is God real? Like, why is this life so hard? And they want to know that people love them, that people value them. And no, none of us are perfect. Not even me, right? I say that all the time. We need one another to make it there. We need God's Word, and we need to be constantly just reminded and submitted to the Holy Spirit in our lives. The goal is to make Him known. We are followers of the way. I'm so thankful for our church. So, more good news. We are meeting next Sunday, May 24th. We decided to go ahead and try two services. They'll be both identical services, one at 9.30 a.m. and one at 11 a.m. this next Sunday. And there won't be kids service, so we'll, we'll just sit together as households and family. Uh, we'll be sitting every other row. We'll fix the chairs. There'll be plenty of hand sanitation stations. But come enjoy worship together. Come and just see each other face to face again. Like, we need that. Like, here's the challenge now, right? Let's not stay isolated, right? It's, it's time to come out and just spend time with one another, to go out and invest in our community, and to be the hope, be the light of Christ. Love you guys. Miss you. I'm so thankful for each of you. We will see you soon. God bless.